You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9 and on the Martin Houston Radio Network on social media. You can find us at Martin Houston Live on Facebook and YouTube at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. Uh, check us out in the instant replay on Tide 100.9, X's and O's Sports, as well as uh, various other social media outlets. Glad to have you as a part of the show. To kick things off this morning, we are excited to talk about Alabama over Arkansas, 49-26. Uh, a game of spurts and moments and injuries and nervousness and excitement. It was all packed into uh, four quarters on Saturday and uh, did we learn more about this 2022 edition of the Alabama Crimson Tide? How you feeling today as your Alabama Crimson Tide has ascended to the top of the AP poll once again as the Alabama Crimson Tide loses their Heisman Trophy candidate and goes on to still have a dominant performance against the Arkansas Razorback. Wow. The Georgia Bulldogs on their first true road test, uh, which wasn't expected to be a test, uh, gets away with the win, but only led the game for a grand total of four minutes and some change. Did uh, one small penalty uh, become one major moment in the history of Missouri? We can talk about that. We can talk about <laughs> Uh, this week's upcoming game and how um, big of a letdown Jimbo Fisher has managed to make this matchup. But will we get AM's best uh, effort and will it be the hype that it was made out to be from the summer? So all of that and more right now, we're looking for the good, the bad, the ugly. Your key takeaways, who won the weekend and more right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Reminding you that this is the day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Well, hey, let's get things going. Uh, we can get with we got to get good, bad, ugly, key takeaways. Ah, and um, you know who won the weekend. One other question I have to throw out there uh, for all of those who want to call up today and tell me that I told you so that Alabama can run the ball. Go ahead and bring it on, and I'm gonna tell you why Alabama ran the ball on Saturday. I still don't know if Alabama can run the ball when Bryce Young is the quarterback, and I'll tell you why. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but either way, you're welcome to bring your thoughts, your ideas, and your conversation to the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Once again, uh, if you want to get in on the good, bad, and ugly, 
key takeaways, who won the weekend, uh, you're welcome to do that at 205-342-9904-205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. All right, X, I'll let you start it off with uh, what What do you have from a, a, a good, bad, ugly standpoint? What you got for the good? Uh, from the good standpoint, you look at the fact that Alabama was able to overcome an injury to Bryce Young. Uh, Jalen Monroe looked good when he was able to come in, and he's still got some things to work on. But he was able to get the job done, use his athleticism to his advantage. And the defense outside of the third quarter played a very solid game. Uh, now they got put in a couple bad positions because of special teams. But overall, they had a really good game, a very solid win on the road. The most dominant win on the road Alabama's had in a while. Yeah. Joe, you have anything to add on the good side? Well, the only thing, yeah, the only thing that I'll add is just the fact that when the Alabama's back was against the wall, the, the, uh, the Crimson Tide really, really responded uh, at the at the top end of that fourth quarter. Hey, totally, man, that was really, really neat to watch uh, because you have to think, uh, Joe X, um, Alabama hadn't had a whole lot of uh, times under Nick Saban where the backups really had to play, um, period, uh, when it comes to um, the um, backup quarterback in moments where it mattered. Because uh, if you think back, what, isn't two of the only starter uh, in the AJ, I mean, in the um, Nick Saban era that's ever missed a start um, from, from due to injury or whatever, and much less in the uh, midst of the game. I know we had to come in when Tua got hurt, but I don't think those games were ever in a threat. So I thought that was really good to see the young young quarterback come in and play. And, you know, until we started running the ball, he scored, I think, on, what was it, five or six of eight, five or seven uh, possessions. He scored on the first two, then had the two possessions in the third quarter. That he that we didn't score on, and then he scored on the other ones until we, you know, put Trey Sanders in. So I think it was five of seven at one point, uh, touchdown drives. And that first drive uh, of the uh, third quarter, um, you did you see how close uh, Gibbs came to taking one to the house on that first drive? Yeah, he came pretty close on that one. Just got caught right as he was getting ready to kick it into that next gear. Well, and, and the reason that happened was Latou missed two two plays in a row. Latou, like, just didn't do his job at all. If he just gets in the way of that guy on that that speed sweep version of our speed sweep with the running back, Gibbs takes that one to the house. So I thought that was interesting. But just, just good overall, I thought the team responded well. Uh, ironically, um, you guys agree or disagree with this? It took our defense longer to adjust to uh, our quarterback going out on the defensive side of the ball than it took our offense. Yeah, you can say that. Uh, Ain't no, you can't. What happened to our defense? Nobody's talked about this. Our defense was shutting them out to Brian Branch went out. In Arkansas, uh, when Brian Branch went out, our defense looked totally different. Yeah. You guys come in. Yeah, no, I mean, it did. And I think that just kind of shows you potentially how big of a piece Brian Branch is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if it was – you know what? Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe, did you notice that? I commented on it during the game. I, as soon as it happened, I said, ooh, Brian Branch just went down. And then Arkansas looked like a whole different passing team in that because that's the play. That's when Brian got hurt on their their first touchdown drive. Um, but uh, and then we didn't see anything. We didn't see anything from that point on. Absolutely, I think that uh, he plays a star position that slot pretty well, and that's one of the easier easier uh, places for 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 a quarterback to to attack. So 
Absolutely, he's he's such a huge piece for this defense, and uh, we're gonna need him to need him to be to be back to one hundred percent as soon as possible. Yeah, and think about how many times. Remember how we used to see uh, guys but uh, busted coverages in our secondary. We hadn't seen that in a while. Within a, a drive of him going out, <laughs> we see uh, Malachi Moore and the safeties kind of looking at each other as the wide receiver runs behind them. But it was both to me. He he affected both the pass game and the run game. We can come back to that because I, I thought I thought that I, I I knew he was good. I knew he was important. But I think he just gives so much to that. So um, to to that team. But anything else from the good standpoint, I, I would have to say uh, we have to give a shout out to the offensive line uh, over, overall. Um, and uh, and we're gonna. I know we're gonna get into the Seth McLaughlin uh, conversation uh, in, in terms of what he was able to do. Uh, Seth, I think, played a key role in the running game. But was it just Seth in the running game? And that's what I want to hold a, a, an opinion on and, and share uh, uh, later on. But uh, what what about your uh, bad? Uh, Actually, do you have anything from the bad standpoint? Yeah, my bad would be the way that the third quarter went with uh, the the defense not playing great, the two special uh, special team plays that resulted in extra points for Arkansas that ended up making it a really tight game. Yep. And, uh, Joe, you have anything from the bat standpoint? Well, outside of that, my biggest bat was probably Toa Toa uh, having your uh, – you're off the field on third and long and coming in and making a boneheaded penalty. This was in the fourth quarter to keep a drive alive. Uh, would have blown him out even even uh, even bigger had he been, you know, more self-controlled. Yeah, I was, I was a little disappointed with that. That was – that was uh, I'm I'm not sure Joe if that wasn't my ugly because that was I mean when you run past the official <laughs> to push a guy in the back right over the pile that the official's looking at you have to have a, a really bad mental lap so uh, we we will definitely <laughs> we'll definitely uh, talk more about that uh, on the other side real quick uh, any ugly from you guys and I'm sure we'll talk about these things as we go through the rest of the the uh, Today and a week. Yeah, I mean, the ugly, of course, is Bryce getting hurt. You don't ever want to see that. And it doesn't seem to be that serious of an injury, but it could be something that lingers if he doesn't take the time to properly heal. My biggest, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, my biggest ugly was uh, Neilan Hibbett's snap. I have no idea who he was snapping to on the uh, on the on the bad on the bad punt snap uh, where, where setting up Arkansas on like first and goal. So uh, I don't know what if he was trying to snap it to Toa Toa for some sort of weird <laughs> fake or what, but he was a terrible snap, and I don't know what he was looking at or or, or feeling. That was that may be the worst angle snap I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, you're right, Joe. That was pretty bad. And I'm not sure that the recovery wasn't much better. I don't know if they've worked on that. I'm like, dude, they're going to get the ball right there anyway. Um, so either try to pick it up um, and just kick it or do something. Because it bounced right in his hands and he fell on it. So I think that whole play was, was pretty ugly. Uh, I would say that from – the time of uh, Branch going down, which I hit on a little bit, uh, it took our defense and, and and everything. And Saban talked about it a little bit. I did not realize that Malachi crimped up right after that. Did you all realize that? I didn't. I, I didn't know he. I did out. notice it until I saw uh, Devontae Smith in the game. Yeah, I, I I didn't realize that that I thought that was a substitution. I didn't realize it was because Malachi went down. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Saban said that he's only practiced two stars with all those DBs. Did you all not find that interesting as well, that he had to put Kool-Aid in at star? And then, uh, and so that little section was ugly. Guys, what's up with Riggs? Just He came just in. He, uh -huh. he was the corner that when they moved Kool-Aid inside, he was the corner. Yeah, my point is 
at the end of the game, he still wasn't in. He came in when it was absolutely think about the scenario that got finally got him on the field. He didn't come in, he didn't get reps when it was 49 to 26. And they were just trying to keep them from scoring. He still wasn't getting reps. So I I I can't figure that out. So that that's something worth worth holding on to. Hey, let's go ahead and get the break here. Uh, Rick looks the part, but not playing the part. Other guys stepping up. Guys made their return. JoJo Earl uh, makes his return uh, and has impact. Uh, did we have a new breakout guy who could be a difference maker uh, this week? X has a candidate for that. We got a couple calls. We'll get to those on the other side as well. You listen to the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. We're going to get some key takeaways and who won the weekend. Can this Bama team run the ball? Are you ready to say that this Bama team is a running team? Uh, let's have that conversation as well. More of that right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Monday morning. Traffic signals are out on Lure Lane at Stillman Boulevard downtown, so please use caution there. If you see other conditions, give me a call. It's a new month, new deals, great savings at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the fire. The low 54, and the weather stays the same tomorrow and Wednesday. Sunny both days, highs right around 80 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. The sound of Bama Sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama One, Alabama One, you're one choice for your financial needs. Alabama One, giving you more cash for your car, more bulk for your truck, as well as helping you with all of your vertical needs as well, whether it be insurance, wealth advisory. If you're out there, you have a new business. If you're out there looking for land, uh, ag equipment, uh, toys, RVs, etc. Alabama One has the offering and products and services to help you. So go to alabamaone.org and check out all of our great services or stop by our branch locations. Uh, and we have some great qualified, experienced and professional loan officers to help you. Alabama One, one together. All right, guys, uh, but right before we get to the, the call, uh, Joe X, real quick, did, 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 did the special teams really break your heart? The, the two things that we did um, were were really really bad. Uh, we we give we're giving up an onside kick. I, I was kind of shocked how far away we were from the ball. On and I had not picked up on that, but undoubtedly Arkansas had. We were thirteen or so yards from the ball before the kick. And if you take two steps back, man, you're you're a full five yards from that line of scrimmage. And let me ask you this, guys. Were you all disappointed with the effort that um, the guys gave when they came back up to recover the ball when they stopped? Because had they kept running and just blew it up, they probably would have had they probably would have made contact with the blockers when the ball was at about nine yards, nine and a half yards. Did y'all pick up on that? Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, 
Uh, it was ugly when you look at it in the way that it went. So, yeah, definitely something that needs to be worked on. Yeah, I mean, they, they literally gave up the uh, onside kick because of how far they were to start off with, number one. And then number two, like I said, is uh, you have to look at it from the standpoint of, <laughs> of man, when that ball is on, the, you have to get up in there. I, I, I'll give it to Blackshire. He came up in there against all of them. Uh, the other guys kind of got almost there and held back. But, you know, if they had gotten there, they could have they could have maybe it was close already. But the fact that they hesitated made it uh, definitely cross the line. Great play by uh, uh, Arkansas. I still like uh, their coach. I still like the way he does things. Uh, and uh, they showed a lot of fight being down to the number two team at the time, 28 nothing and getting it back within a game. But uh, it's beyond good. I thought having a, a, a first-time guy in key moments battling back the way Alabama did, when it got tough to pull away again, was uh, was big time for this team. And, uh, and I think the AP poll uh, recognized that in terms of uh, what Alabama did against a really good Arkansas team. Don't let the score fool you about how good that Arkansas team was. All right, let's go to uh, um, Pat. Pat, thanks for your patience. You went to Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Martin, even my son's high school team practiced at least 15 kickoffs every practice, every practice, Martin. And uh, undoubtedly, we got a special teams coach that needs an attitude adjustment. Well, um, I mean, I think he, he got was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. in that scenario, but you know. You know well, here, here's the here's the part, Pat, that you wonder: the the guys are not supposed to um, go back until contact is made with the ball, okay? And I doubt if the coaches teach them to back up when the other team starts to approach. So that's just something somebody probably had not noticed they were doing on film. Because if you're at third, if you're at twelve and a half to thirteen yards, and you come forward on the kick, you're fine. But if you're leaning backwards already at that point, you'll be at the 14, 15 yard mark before you can plant and come back forward. And undoubtedly, that's what Arkansas saw. Uh, and then they have a great scheme. The kicker kicks it right in front. They get blockers out in front. So good scheme on their part. What else you got? Yeah, man, I just I uh, that uh uh yeah y'all already touched on it um uh number ten's uh bonehead play. I mean that's uh we had enough out of two superstars in the last several games we've had bonehead penalties that have cost us getting off the field. It's showing a uh, lack of concentration. On key players. I mean, I just don't understand that. What about y'all? Well, I, I'll come in. Go ahead, X. No, I mean, you definitely have to fix those things, and those things are really unnecessary when you look at how they how they should be coached and how they should play the game. So I think it'll be able to I think I think it's something that's easily fixed. It just takes the guys doing it. Hey guys, I'm gonna tell you, Toy Toy is a dirty player. I don't know if y'all ever noticed that. He just gets away with it a lot. Just watch him. That's no, not he, a he's done a lot of things, huh? He's done a lot of things. I've noticed. Yeah, he does that a lot. That one was just that was uh, that was just ugly. I mean, that was just so bad, and the timing of it was even worse. So. Uh, with a guy like him, you have to wonder uh, if you take away that edge. Um, Joe, have you seen those guys, Joe, that you you, you kind of have to take their, their, the, the, the edgy part of what they do? Because if you take it away, um, it, 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 they kind of lose their mojo. <laughs> Martin, that's yeah. a good one. No, I'm serious. They, I mean, they, 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 there are some guys that you almost have to kind of 
say, okay, come on, man, just 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 be smart. You you just know that they're gonna do some stuff, and you just hope that they never do it in a tight crisis moment. Um, and so far, like he, had, he had been he had been sneaky enough with it that he didn't get caught. But that one was bad. Anything else, Pat? <laughs> nah, just just ain't coming back. Hey, that third quarter. I mean, I was I, I, I was I was getting sick, Martin, in that third quarter. I was enjoying <laughs> it, Pat. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I don't know. I just wow. Pat, Pat, but that's what you need. We don't. We may not win that game if we hadn't had the Texas game. So, all right, thanks, Pat. <laughs> all right, have, have a blessed day, y'all. Thank you. Have a good one. Hey, so yeah, Martin, we might you're, not you're win that game if we don't have the Texas game. You're exactly right about the Texas game preparing them for for to win that game and to weather the storm in the third quarter. And your point on Toa Toa, who was the uh, who was the guy that Coach Saban said don't do that bleep to after the game uh, in the Texas game? <laughs> Toa Toa, was yes, it? yeah. I mean, like I said, that's kind of his. I mean, you watch him. He 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 he's. I mean, so you you have to. Play that I can remember. Alabama had another guy a few years back. I can't remember who it was, but you just kind of had to go. Okay, let's just hope he doesn't do anything crazy at the wrong time. But you knew that was his personality. So Tony Brown, uh, huh? Tony Brown. Well, he had some of that. Yep. <laughs> so let's get to Robert from Mobile. Robert, you're in on the Alabama One Hotline with Martin and Xavier on the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I looked at that play Toe Toe did, and I was like, goodness gracious, alive. it was it was just the most inexcusable thing you ever saw. It was just it was amazing. Uh, it was, right. I, what do you? I, I mean, it was just I, I was mad. For, I was on almost the rest of the game afterward because it was just so dumb. Oh, yeah. did you guys did you guys happen to see when uh, Jalen Miro turns the game around for us with that seventy some odd yard run to the four yard line? And Bill O'Brien, the genius that he is, just throws a pass. Did you see Saban on the sideline? I mean, did he not hit every nail on the head of every Alabama fan in the world from his reaction on that play? Hey, hey, um, hey, I'm gonna use the old OC's name, run the ball, but Saban didn't say run the ball. He said something, run the blank ball. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, two things. One is I told Simeon we were watching the game and I said, I said, Miro is going to turn this game on his legs right here. Now, I wasn't expecting a 77 yard run, but I said he's going to get the first down with his legs. And, uh, and, and what a play, what a play. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start believing that he may be the fastest guy on the field. <laughs> uh, it, uh, uh, no, it, I think Gibbs got him on that one, but <laughs> you what now? I think Gibbs has him on that one, but he's definitely. I don't know. Hey, oh, that's risky. You can say that, but the reality of it is, Gibbs didn't have anybody chasing him uh, really at the angle that what's the name had. But it, Robert, I'm not making that up. What's right. the name the fastest guy on the team? Oh, is what they say. I've never heard them say oh, okay. Gibbs was the fastest. Okay. I, I mean, Gibbs was, no, when you Gibbs look at it, Gibbs was able to get out in front and everybody was behind. You got to remember, that was a pass play. The safeties have dropped back. The corners have dropped back. And he had to angle across the field yeah. and still ran it down to the three. Yeah, he ran. If he had known how to run the ball, he doesn't even get close, Robert. You go back and look at that play. When he got up, got through the middle, if he had just went at an angle and kept going straight, he probably leaves those guys. He ran sideways for probably 25 yards and still outran those guys to the to the edge. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Gibbs ran past the guys, but they weren't back in, in coverage. So, Put it like this, uh, Robert. Once again, that's first world world problems when we're comparing the speed of Gibbs and um, and uh, <laughs> in Miro. Both of them are electric. Absolutely, because you know, that's one thing. Play Bryce would never have done 
But in the brightest in the game, we're not they're not within five points of us either. <laughs> so so they, I mean it's like yeah, pick your poison. But I mean he handled it well. You know he handled the the, the, the comeback like you said, Mitch Martin. If that pressure in that situation, I mean that that shows you, man, you can deal with that. You can deal with anything. You yeah. you can do it. And that's so that yeah. was a good situation for him. That terrible. Uh, I think I guess the guy said thought the guy was going to go do the rugby style kick, and that's why he threw it over there. I guess. But like but, you said, okay, he said, come on, kick I mean, you could have kicked it or done something. Uh, you talking about the 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 the, the punter? Yeah. Well, pick it up, and run out the back of the end zone. And give them two points. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. Well, it's hard to get that one on the fly. <laughs> yeah, and and like I said, he wasn't expecting it. I mean, but you got to be prepared for all those scenarios. All right, man, Robert. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. All right, thanks. All right, we got uh, Bishop. Bishop, you're in with the Martin Houston Show on the Alabama One Hotline. It's Martin and Xavier. What you got for us? Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Doing well, Bishop. Okay, look, I'm calling for Baton Rouge. Uh, I was yes, in agreement with you last week, but I changed my mind. I think Kool-Aid can return punts. I thought I, last week he couldn't, I, but this I thought he improved. I, 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 I'm still, I mean, it, it's, it's, he's good. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying he's not yeah. good. He still uh-huh. had a couple chances where he just, he just I mean, I, like I said, I, it's, 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 he's not getting hit on his returns. When he, it's it's that last move, like like one of his uh-huh. run, go back and look at his cut on one of, uh-huh. on that one on the sideline. He has he gathered himself to make that cut. You go back and look yeah. at when he made his cut okay. and came back in on that first long one to the left side, and then you go back and look right. at how Jamar Gibbs when Jamar Gibbs planted that right foot on his first uh-huh. touchdown run, he was gone. There was no yeah. Yeah. gathering yourself. I mean, don't don't get me yeah. wrong. When I say return, Kool-Aid is doing an awesome job. Right, I'm just right, saying right. that I think that other guys could take it off the top, Bishop. I I, I like I said, I just that's just my opinion. I, but. Yeah, because I, I would love to see Aaron Anderson returning puts. And I really do believe that being from Baton Rouge, that if he don't get on the field, I'm afraid that he's gonna be in that portal because LSU is oh, wow. waiting for him. Are you hearing yeah. stuff already? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, He's something that uh, they don't have. He's something mm-hmm. they, they don't have. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and he could return punts because he's from New Orleans. And one thing about New Orleans is they tough and they got a lot of swag. <laughs> and as a I punt returner, you know, from, <laughs> as a punt returner to Alabama, you know, uh, Javier Arenas and, and Jalen Waddle, them brothers had confidence and swag. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so. but but back to Toa Toa, something I saw about that guy, I think he runs himself out of the play purposely because he don't want to face that contact coming up the middle. I, I saw him overrun plays, and if he would have just stayed home, it, it would run right into him. Mm. So I, I think that penalty was more out of frustration than anything else. This guy, he, he ain't what we thought he was because at 220 pounds, I don't think he's ready to face those 235 pounds running backs. What okay. go back and now you watch the tape on that. That's what I saw. Overrunning the plays. Huh? He was overrunning plays and would much rather try to run and sack, come around and sack rather than stay home and face that stuff coming at him up the middle. Interesting take, Bishop. We're gonna have to watch for that. I'm, now, right, I, I was in, I was impressed with Lawson too, number thirty two. He looked physical yeah. and he looked aware. He looked like he knew what he was doing out there. And he's a good ball player. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to hear your comments on why Alabama was able to run the ball the other night. (laughs) Yeah, you want to hear that? I'll I'll tease you. I'm waiting to hear. I got I got pen and paper ready to write down notes. (laughs) All right, I'll go ahead and tease you. We ran the ball because we changed quarterbacks, and when you change quarterbacks, and you no longer run RPOs and you run read action, uh-huh. and you call the run, Bishop, and we'll dig into yes, this sir. on the other side. Offensive uh-huh. linemen knew when the run play was called that it was a run play. So yes, they sir. were not limited to taking two to three steps. Yes, sir. When Bryce is in, the play could be a pass or a run, and they can't be downfield. Right. 
Okay, I got you. So, so when they're firing off, when 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 Miro is in and they fire off on the ball, what were they uh-huh. not worried about? Uh huh. But not not they're worried not about, worried about hitting. They're not worried uh-huh. about getting a it being a pass play and there being uh-huh. two them being three two four five field, yards huh? downfield. They just yeah. fired off and was crushing those guys because they knew it was a called run. And that's what I've been right, saying. Right. When, yes, when, when Bryce is in, it's an RPO, or Bryce may change the play, and they're not, they're not, their mindset is a little different. That's part of it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. And, I and I'll tell you the other you. part in a minute. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. Coming back on the other side, we'll get into that conversation, guys. I'll let you guys respond to my thoughts. Uh, can we be a running team with Bryce, uh, or is it a mill roll effect uh, when we run the ball or, or with the way we ran the ball against Arkansas? Can we duplicate that if Bryce is at quarterback? That conversation and more right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Hey there, folks. Head Fry Cook Bob Baumhauer here, and I just want to say thank you for allowing Baumhauer's Victory Grill to serve you for 40 legendary years. When I first delivered Alabama... I think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back in. You're in, and we want to thank the great folks over at Taco Casa. TacoCasa.com is where you can find them online, or you can stop by one of the locations and help us uh, help them continue to be a great community partner. That's Taco Casa, TacoCasa.com. Six branch locations in Tuscaloosa, West Alabama, one up in Birmingham off of Lakeshore Drive. Taco Casa, the longest running sponsor I got. Appreciate those guys for being a part of the Martin Houston show. All right. We have one more call, then we'll get back to the conversation. Guys had several things brought up during that time. Bishop throwing out a nugget from uh, New Orleans that um, Anderson may be in the portal if he doesn't get to play. Something to think about there. Uh, also, we got Curtis Moore, the second, saying, I got two words. He wrote this in all caps. I got two words that no one is talking about. Well, we have it down on our list, and that is Seth McLaughlin at center. I love it. Woohoo! All right. Got several other comments we'll get to as well. Um, and uh, Virgil Williams saying, I said it for a long time to stop with the RPO. Call a pass or a run. All right. 
Let's see what Chuck has to say, then we'll get back into that conversation, guys. Chuck, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on the Album One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, good morning, you all. I'm just just uh, just connecting with you all. Just talking about I, I saw what happened to Bryce Young on uh, Saturday, and I, I wish the best for the young man. It looked like something was happening. To, I think about the, him, the, the uh, Alabama quarterback and the, the past quarterback. What happened with Tour? I said they. By the way, they, they, I said they terminated the uh, doctor. Uh, NFL PA uh, had he was, had him terminated uh, after letting Tour play. And and I, I did something to mom when she saw it to her. She said it's kind of like looking at her own son, which I'm I'm her only child. And uh, she that's what she saw when she saw tour on the ground. And um, but I, I wish the best for Bryce Young as well. And uh, as, you know I know you, you need him. You need him for your uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Chuck. Uh, 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 Simeon, who plays fantasy, my youngest yeah. son said, now if Jalen gets hurt, somebody has put a hex on the Alabama quarterbacks because. Uh, Jalen was the only one that didn't get that wasn't hurt uh, after the Alabama game with uh, with the three guys in the pros, uh, two of the three out with Mac and Tua, and then Bryce goes down. down. So uh, I think he said Jalen Jalen escaped yesterday without an injury. But the Tua thing is interesting. Um, the NFL they're trying to play both sides of of the coin, in my opinion. Uh, they're going to come out with new protocols. They fired the guy who uh, um, did the exam. It was not the Dolphins. It was an independent guy. But yet the NFL said that they're not making any assessment on whether protocols were broken. So you fired a guy because he made mistakes. Well, it was his mistakes that he didn't know how to be a medical doctor or was it his mistakes that he did not do what the protocol calls for uh, the NFL trying to cover uh, CYA. So uh, anyway, interesting thing. And uh, hopefully um, they'll get all of that figured out. Anything else for us, Chuck? Uh, yeah. Like I said, uh, I was, like I said, we were just talking about Bryce Young. I said, I just wish for the young man's uh, health. I was at that game in 2018. You brought about tour when uh, in that Mississippi State game. When uh, I stood, I, I sat there and watched that when he went there because he had re-injured that knee that he had injured in the uh, LSU game. And uh yeah, like I said, just you know, we, you want them to come in, you know, be competitive, but also you, you're concerned about their health as well. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate that. All right, you all take yeah. care. All right. Take care. Tua was injured the week before and uh, was, I guess, pressured or forced, whatever you want to call it, into playing time uh, from different things. But anyway, uh, preferably he is is better and uh, continue to improve. Guys, let's go ahead and get to break so we can say the fourth quarter to kind of talk about a couple things uh, that, that we've already hit on and wrap up this edition of the Martin Houston Show. So if you're out there, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back in uh, just a few moments. Need to pay a couple bills right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Alabama is doing its part to assist Floridians impacted by Hurricane Ian. National Guard Black Hawk helicopters feeding teams from Tuscaloosa is here to serve. The Salvation Army and Alabama Red Cross chapters are en route to Florida. And Northport Mayor Bobby Herndon is also collecting disaster relief supplies at Herndon Hicks and Associates, 2728 Lurley B. Wallace Boulevard in Northport. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. I'm Don Hartley. Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Ad paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention Marines, military personnel, families, and contractors who were stationed at Camp Lejeune. Were you present at Camp Lejeune between August 1953 and December? Houston. 
We're back in and glad to have you as a part of the the uh, Martin Houston Show fam, the Tide 109 fam. Great shows happening all day long, but we get to kick it off each and every day uh, coming out of the gate. Uh, CJ Washington, good. Uh, Bama recovering from mistakes and injuries against a good team on the road in a hostile environment. Bad special teams, parentheses, which had been so good. Ugly injuries. Hate to see guys getting hurt. Uh, and uh, and uh, the uh, uh, he's it, responding to I think my comments about part of the reason the running game was good is by that logic, and I agree with it. That explains why we were such a great running and passing team in 2020 with Mac and Najee. Not only were they great players, but the play that was called. Uh, was the play that was uh, the grand. Uh, we didn't RPO much with Mac. There's something there. So uh, just your thoughts there, X. Uh, and Joe, I get your thoughts on just just the way Bill O'Brien called the game uh, ramped up our running game. No, I think you're right when you look at the fact that it was called run plays. That's what they were. And Two carries later, you have a hundred and almost fifty yards rushing, just off of two plays, and it was something that was kind of interesting to me, is when the lull happened, which Bama has it every game. the The offense it was like they went to something completely different, but instead of continuing the success of what we were doing in the first half, and I get we had a lead, you have the backup quarterback in. But let them run plays, let them run the offense, and don't try to change it just because you're up because you never know what could happen. And just like it was, it went from 28 nothing to 28-3. 28, you mean 28-23. 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah, 28-23 because they went for two. Uh, Joe, any comments on the run game? Oh, I mean, yeah, it was it was it was great to really get it going, especially there there in the fourth quarter. Uh, and, and I think a lot of that is due to uh, the play calling, the aggressive nature. I think I absolutely think that that's a factor. I think that uh, Jalen Milrow breaking that long run kind of got everybody energized and got everybody going. Uh, so so yeah, I, I I'm w- w- later on today I'm going to talk about Bryce Young's injury basically being the best thing that could have happened for this offense. Yeah, and, and, and Joe, you and I, I, so I won't go there on any of that because I had that same sentiment once I found out he was okay. Now, do I think that we are better off having um, <clears throat> having Jalen Milrow to carry us the rest of the season than we would be with Bryce Young? No. Do I think that uh, however we manage this time, uh, if we can kind of – almost you kind of think about the Cowboys. I don't know if you watch the Cowboys in the NFL. They lost Dak. And, uh, and I, Sean Payton was on yesterday when he was talking. He said, you know, sometimes when you get an injury, it makes you go back to what's always won in football. Great defense, solid run, and a, and a uh, good passing game. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, so that's kind of where we went Saturday uh, with, with, with what you got. We never had to continue to – we didn't have to go back to the pass heavy at all. But I'll give a couple of things you guys can come in on this. But you go back and look. When he first came in uh, in the game, his first drive, we ran read option. Now, people get read option and RPOs mixed up sometimes, Joe. And I don't know if you ever hear people talk X. They, they kind of get them. They kind of use them interchangeable, and they're not. Read not option. Even close. Read option is you're putting pressure on that defensive line. I mean, on the defensive front seven. Where where they're having to read op, option and it's 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 the pre wildcat right and nobody ever talks about that it's it's getting an extra person in the running game because you have to account for the quarterback run same way you do in a wildcat run so that 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 worked and and then you saw it work on the goal line uh, the first time when Milro got it he gave it 
I said, oh, look at how they bid on that. I said, he's coming back. He's going to keep it this time. Boom. He did. Then when Jay, uh, not Jace got his second touchdown right up the middle, guess what they had to do? They had to keep a guy outside to, to, to stop Miro and what happened? Boom. We're gashed up, they gashed up the middle. Then the other times, and this is the other part of that, you call the run play and the play, their mentality is just blow off on this guy. But one of the things we have to mention, Joe, before we go off the air, is Seth is a little more fleet-footed than Darren Dalcourt, right? With that said, on the two long runs, he got up to the linebacker and cut him off. If without yep. that play, that you may end up having, what's the name, get a decent run, but he's hit it, it within five to ten yards of the line of scrimmage. Thoughts, guys, before I let you go? No, I think Seth McLaughlin is the guy that should be the starting center. I think the way he finished last year, and I don't know what happened over the course of the spring, summer, and fall camp, but to me, he's been the best option since he took over for Dow Court at the end of last season. And I think we might have seen the final time of, of Dow Court as the starter as long as Seth stays healthy. Uh, Joe, you have any comments before we go? Yeah, I like his pad level a hundred times yeah. better than, than Darren Dalcourt. And the, 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 the quicker feet is just an extra bonus. Dalcourt may be bigger, but Seth plays at a lower pad level, and that creates and, and enables him to get some drive at the center position, and, and I think that's hugely important. Yeah, and, and he's able to get Dalcourt to get in position, Joe. I think part of it may be that's part of his problem with his pad level is he has to he's trying to get there in a hurry. So what does he do? He has to get up and try to run. What's his name? Just a little more athletic, I think, and a little more flexible. But uh, X, go back and look at how many snaps were off, and that's a concern. Yeah. Uh, what's his name uh, does have a problem um, with the snap and consistency. Uh, he, 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 he threw it hard a couple times and about knocked Miro down. He threw it low a few times. Uh, so he just has to work on that. And that can come with time. Uh, but I think that may be the when you watch the two play, that, that has to be. But don't forget, there was one other offensive lineman that I don't know if they're going to keep doing it all year. Uh, but Tyler Booker. Book, they cannot keep that young man off the field, and he is a difference maker. He's a – you know what he is? He's a big nasty, but they pull him. So he must have unbelievable feet as well. So They pull him and McLaughlin. I know. That's what I'm saying is McLaughlin looks like a guy that could pull. <laughs> Booker looks like a guy that you want to you wanna anchor down and inside and make him stay there, but, but together – uh, I think Alabama found something. I think Alabama gets better as a team that Joe is going to talk about later on on the Cup of Joe uh, because of the confidence that this offensive line has in the run game. Now the question is, can they drive the ball or will it be just a big play run game? That part we still have to see, but I think the answer to that is if you call runs, they got the talent to do it. Thanks, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll add D.C. to the conversation as well. This is the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama Sports Talk 100.9. Thanks to all the callers, listeners, viewers, and chatters for being a part of the conversation. Roll Tide out there, everybody. And remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll Tide. A dedication to last throughout the years. Thank you for listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.